live from Parkway Tavern Flamingo. <laughs> it's the That's the good one, right? <laughs> yeah, that one's actually pretty nice. <laughs> it's the 15th men. What's up? Jacob Roach, Sean Cavanaugh on the ones and twos. Fuck Should we bring back our tagline that we had? What was it? Sports talk from the generation you love to hate. I don't think we ever actually used it. It's in our, <laughs> it's uh, in our podcast yeah, info. It's in the podcast info. But uh, no, it's 15th men. Um, it's a Tuesday. That means it's me and Sean on the mics. Tuesdays going forward are going to be focused a little more on pop culture in general, not just sports. Today, on the, what's on the rundown, Sean? We're going to throw in a little bit of a quick recap of the national championship last night, basically just saying that LSU is the greatest college football team, maybe the greatest college football season we've ever seen. And you think Joe Burrow is going to be amazing in the NFL. I think Cincinnati might ruin this I didn't kid. say amazing. <laughs> what's he after, said he would be fine. What's after that? We got a little Oscars, okay. reactions to the nominations coming out. Nice. Um Cheating in baseball? Yes. There's no cheating in baseball. Well, apparently there is. I love cheating in sports. Continue. And um, then we'll see where the, the, mac- the lazy river takes it's us. It's a macro NBA talk at the end. We're not, we're not zooming in on any games, but just got a couple oh, of thoughts. Okay, well, then Sean's zooming in on games. Speaking of lazy rivers, man. Ooh. Favorite thing to do. I get floating in the lazy river all day. I agree. Thoughts? Do you like the... Uh, have you ever been in like a more rapids type of lazy river? Yeah, that's not money, dude. I am, I'm island. I, I'm island time. There's a little bit of buffet. Life is a lazy river. <laughs> There's a little bit of buffet in these bloods, man. I like the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. I like a calm island living. You know my backup plan if everything goes south. Um, the just sea, the stay sea. on a lazy river at Disney World. I don't know <laughs> where are there lazy Disney, rivers. Disney World. Lazy yeah. rivers only exist in theme parks. I don't. Water park. I've been in a couple of hotels with lazy rivers. Okay, that's fair. Kissimmee, Florida, right in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a resort we'd stay there every year. Had a great little lazy, lazy river. <laughs> Which what was it called? Oh, I don't remember. It was part of our like timeshare. Coco Key. No, it wasn't Coco Orange it, Lake, dude. They actually it was a big complex, and uh, they used they had two basketball courts, and the runs were like good. <laughs> like really, I I, I was in, I was in high school, and like you you would go because you'd probably it, I mean it's bigger than this apartment complex which is a big apartment. i feel like it was orange lake i don't think it was orange lake i think i would have known there might have been a, like a duck or a swan involved in one of the signs um i feel like that doesn't narrow it the down swan and dolphin no it's on disney property uh, anyways continue so, but dude, the run would be like huge like of just vacation kids and i just remember um i was one of the few white guys <laughs> and i got tagged larry bird very early i've been tagged i'm sure you have too I've been tagged Larry Bird. I've been tagged Gordon Hayward. I've been tagged Matthew Della Dova, usually because I'm white, not because I'm good. I was going to say, I've never gotten Larry Bird because I've never been good enough to be called a Larry Bird. I feel Bird. like these guys were, were not big <laughs> NBA guys, and that's all they had. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of times I play with, going back, I'm always playing with people who know a lot about basketball, so they know not to compare me to the one. Yeah, to, to the legend. <laughs> like, they'd be like, oh, look at Mario Hazonia out there. You. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Matt Della Dova was actually an honor. When they called me that, I was like, "Thank you." I, I, I Joe really Burrow, big Matthew Della Dova fan. Is he? Yeah, huge. Goodness, why? He really loves his tenacity because he's from he's a Cleveland fan. Oh, that makes sense. And he loved him that finals when Della Dova was the second best player on well, that team. Do you know what town he's from? Athens. Okay, no, I know where that is. Yeah, I'm from Ohio, dude. Fucking chill. <laughs> a lot of great quarterbacks from Ohio. 
the next Ohio's a huge football state. Next year, the two best quarterbacks will both be from Ohio. In the NFL? Or yeah, in NFL. Joe Burrows and Mitch. Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. Minner. Minner, baby. That's where my grandpa lived. What now, dude? Same town as uh, Spire University. Not University. Spire Academy. Where uh, LaMelo Ball spent two minutes? Yes, and that really tall kid. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? That really tall kid. Um, all right, let's knock out. Uh, you got, so go ahead and take us through any of your college football thoughts because you're my college football thoughts. Um, <laughs> little pro tip to people in sports. You like sports, I get it. I like sports too. Don't waste both your days watching football. That's, that's my pro tip. A lot of other shit to do out there. Football's sick. Watch the big games in college. Don't watch college football to watch college football. Go outside. Go on a hike. Shred a little rock. Shred a little rock? <laughs> Not a term in rock climbing. I was going to say, isn't shred like skating? Yeah, I just think it's really douchey to say shred rock. Go do something on your Saturdays. You're really wasting your life if you watch football both days that's not a shot but somebody i'm just trying to help somebody <laughs> just trying to help people with that sean i give to you the floor because i did not watch a minute of the national championship <laughs> i was watching hbo's Watchmen. how how is that fucking amazing one of the best shows i've seen in a long time is the season already over yes worth it great binge great cool. binge. i might go back it's to that it's fucking good the way it incorporates the movie is fucking bonkers loved it Loved it. That and Succession are the shows I've been the highest on in like probably four years. Knocked my wow. fucking socks off. Number two in four years. That's high praise. Yeah. Um, it's on my list, but I'll move it up on my list. I would step. I, I would make it number one. Oh. The way they t- the storytelling in that show is fucking phenomenal, man. Like, there's not many shows that I love that are on TV right now, but that that in Succession and that Bateman show just dropped, and I'm gonna watch that. The Outsider. Yes. Oh my God, I'm pumped for that. The first few episodes are out. Probably get on those here shortly. Uh, yeah, Watchmen blew me away. I was very. I had no desire to watch it. It was just kind of a kind of a thing I did. Very good. So I was doing that. Okay. Well, you only missed about one good quarter, maybe okay. a quarter and a half. Uh, Clemson scored early. LSU came back. And had the lead at the end of halftime, scored three straight times, and that was pretty much over from there. Trevor Lawrence looked off. God, he's cute. 13 overthrow passes. There was a moment at the end where he looked so mad. Dabo was trying to cheer him up. He just wasn't having it. He's just like, I've lost. Like, you could tell. Like, this guy cares, you know? He's not getting paid, allegedly, but this guy cares. You know, he cares that he let his team down. He's going to come back next season, full of revenge. Yeah, he'll have a good year next year. He'll yeah. be one of those. The one thing that really is bothering me after, like, hearing some of the post recap and stuff is how everyone's saying, all right, yep, Joe Burrow's the number one pick. Like, okay, all season, you weren't sure. But this one game where he played pretty bad for the first quarter and then just tore it up, you're like, yeah, yeah, he's good. And now Trevor Lawrence, if he was coming out of the draft, wouldn't. I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence would get drafted ahead of Joe Burrow still, even after this game if they both were coming out this year. I definitely think Burrow deserves to win the Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> good hot take. Uh, real quick, I just saw this just popped up on my LinkedIn feed. Don't know why I clicked on link, and I didn't realize that 2022 uh, the game's going to be in Indy. So 2021 Indy gets the All Star Game. 2022 National Championship. Why the fuck weren't those there when I was there? Because <laughs> I could have went to those for free through my school. I could have volunteered and, and went to them for free. That sucks. Continue. So. That's annoying. I Indy. I heard it's a great great place to walk around. It's very best running city. I've like it is like renowned as one of the best running cities, dude. I try to run on my street 
like a month ago. Why? I was fucking terrified. <laughs> I ran like almost to the strip and I was like, there's a guy in bunny ears. You just don't feel great. But Indy, I could run at night in Indy. I could run 12 miles at night. I could run. I used to run at t- from 12 to 1.30 in the morning sometimes. Like like once a month, I'd do these really long night runs, and I'd feel so fucking safe. <laughs> and there's no traffic because the city is so small. It's a great city, actually. Um, but, yeah, great great for sports. You can you could go to a Colts game and then walk to a Pacers game in five minutes in the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, every time there's an event there, everyone's like, I don't want to go to Indianapolis. But there yeah. is a. it's very nice to walk around. Players, you know? players like it because it's mellow. Yeah. Um, LeBron, this is an interesting thing. The gym I used to work out at um, when the Cavs – because the Cavs played in Indy a lot in the playoffs. LeBron would want the team to stay in Indy as long as possible because he could bring his family in and just, like, stay in a nice city with his family. So, like – the Cavs showed up at my gym one time. I was not fucking there. That sucks. I saw J.R. Smith at Chick-fil-A very high. It was <laughs> on 420. Saw him at a Chick-fil-A. Um, and I saw Kyle Corver at a wine bar that same night. Shout out Indy. Got a selfie, got a selfie with Giannis. Really? Yes. He's not really looking, but <laughs> we're, we're in the same picture. <laughs> Cats. Yeah, that was um, Jason Kidd walked out. And Jason Kidd, couple DUIs. My dad yells, Jason Kidd, you want something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Bad look for my dad. I was losing my shit. That, that man is not a Bold great, move by Bold fucking move by Chris Roach. <laughs> Nothing but respect. Um, okay, back to Burrow. Go ahead. Yeah, so obviously he's going to be the first pick. Well-deserved. Amazing comeback after leaving Ohio State because he couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins after looking like Honestly, me, the definition of mediocre last year for these same LSU Tigers comes out looking amazing. Going to be the number one pick. I'm just worried that Cincinnati is going to ruin this poor kid. When was the last time somebody amazing went to Cincinnati and came out all right? Um, Look at A.J. Green. Carson Palmer. <laughs> Carson Palmer, uh, I'm pretty sure last game he ever played for Cincinnati, tore his leg. Yeah, I think his leg. <laughs> just all his entire leg up. was destroyed. Uh, James Harrison did a year in the Bengals and went back to Steelers. Exactly. That helps. No one remembers the Bengals year. Pac- Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, hey, Pac-Man. Yeah, big, great revival when he went to Cincinnati. Yeah, right after his really good wrestling run. Um, yeah, Pac-Man Jones wrestled in TNA. We don't talk about that enough. Pac-Man Jones did a lot of things. Talk about Pac-Man about. Jones wrestling in TNA, I dare you. People are scared. Um, well, yeah, I, those I, are the main takeaways. I was just disappointed that the game kind of stunk. I and the SEC is king again and whatever. I just remembered I have a very fun segment I'm going to hit you with at the very end. Um, okay. But Cincinnati is, I think, comparable to Indy, I've heard, town-wise. So maybe Joe would do well there. My parents love it. Says we're a nice city. Better. I'd rather be in well, Cincinnati than Cleveland. Um, yeah. C- city-wise. City-wise. I don't think he cares. He's from there, so maybe I, he doesn't care. Although, I was thinking about this, right? So everyone's thinking he's going to be the savior. He's going to save the hometown. Can you think of a single... Aside from LeBron, right? LeBron is the only one that we're holding on to this narrative that this became a thing. Where he goes to Cleveland, they just get lucky as hell with the lottery, right? Then lucky as hell that this superstar, one of the two greatest players of all time, is just born in Akron. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just pure luck. It has nothing hey, to do with them. So they Steph, pull him, right? Steph was born in Akron, too. They dra- exactly. They, this gets to my point. They draft the hometown king. What does he do? He wins nothing. He gets to the finals once. They do absolutely nothing to help the poor guy. So what does he do? He's like, this place sucks. I'm leaving. So he leaves. Goes to Miami. Has four of the best years we've ever seen in the NBA. Wins two titles. And then credit to him, he goes back. And then what does he do again? 
does the impossible, wins a championship for Cleveland, something no one else has done since what? Like, I don't even know when the last time the Indians have won. The Cavs have never won oh, before man. that. The Browns haven't won since, God knows, before since, the merger. Yeah. Well, also, just the luck of the Cavs. They won the lottery three years while you're Yeah, <laughs> that too. So, anyways, he wins. And what's he do again? He leaves again. So, clearly, the best example we have of a guy going back to his hometown and saving the franchise and winning for them he whoa, still left whoa, twice. Whoa, whoa. What about D Wade in Chicago? See, this is <laughs> my point. You talk about Derrick Rose before even D Wade goes to Chicago, right? Hometown guy. They never won anything. No. That didn't work out. He tore his leg. I mean, not you can't really relate that, but I'm just saying no, there's no, no, bad no. karma I would around blame, this. I want to blame D Rose's injuries on him going forward. Yeah. <laughs> you think about the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. He's not from Boston. He's from Northern California and went to Michigan. You think about even the best quarterbacks right now. Drew Brees has is adapted Louisiana, but he's not from Louisiana. Where's he from? Um, I know he went to school in Purdue. Boilermaker. Oh, he's from Austin because he went to like the same high school as like McCown, like a bunch of uh, I think Baker like, Mayfield, like a quarterback. He's from school? Dallas. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, like Westlake Carroll or whatever the school. You gotta called. be yeah, Westlake. If you're Burrow, you gotta be like, oh man. Back to Ohio. <laughs> like that, yeah, exactly. That's like, I'm, I'm starting to think, what if he doesn't want to go? I don't want to go. I just went back for 10 days to my hometown, and if someone was like, would you rather play for the Magic or the Lakers? I'd take the Lakers. Like, but, if, Would you rather be the – if I was amazing at basketball and I grew up my whole life in Orlando and someone was like, hey, Orlando might have the second pick, you can tank a little bit, like bump your workouts, and maybe you'll go first to like the Clippers. But This is back when the Clippers sucked. I would have said, that, yeah, I want to go to the Clippers. Like, I don't want to be around this trash. I feel like if someone was like, yeah, you got drafted and yet you're going to play in Indy, I'd be excited because Indy's a sneaky good basketball team. Now, if someone but was you like, didn't grow up in Indianapolis. Well, no, if someone said, hey, you're going to play in Chicago, which I spent more time when I was little, I'd be bummed because I like I actually kind of like Indy more than Chicago. Don't tell anybody that. Um, and all this talk about Anthony Davis going to come back to Chicago. Why would he do that? Do you think that would really work out? Can you think of a single guy – being like the hometown I don't kid, n- not, not exclude anybody who was born in California <laughs> and like playing for Lakers, like 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 Paul George came home, but he's not and, even from yeah, LA. He's not from LA, um, Kawhi also not from LA. Kawhi is from the same hometown as my college roommate, who used to. So we went to school in North Carolina, right? So he was way out of state, mm-hmm. and he used to love telling like if a girl was like, "Oh, where are you from?" You know, he used to perk up and be like, "Oh." from california oh, and they'd be like, like oh california oh, is so exciting guy. because like no one out there is from california so credit to him you, you got to use what you have right and then they'd be like oh where in california you'd be like oh i'm from la i'm from la that guy you know him yeah my roommate christian doesn't even like la we'll never even live in la like i've tried to convince him like hey maybe if i get a job out there we could live together he's like no dude i'll never live there people from california have multiple like multiple times told me yeah like when i say where he's from he's from riverside Actually, like, Marino Valley, like, where Kawhi Leonard's actually from. He's like, yeah, he's not from L.A. He's, like, from 45 minutes. That doesn't count. So this whole Kawhi, like, going back to his hometown, like, that's not – that's like me saying if I played for the Heat, oh, hometown kid, he's in Miami. When I – well, it's a little bit longer than that. But still, it'd be like Tampa. If I went to the Bucks and was the savior, it'd be like hometown kid, even though I grew up an hour away in Orlando. I've got one note on anyone who says, oh, I'm from Cali. Or the person who rolls up to somewhere and says, oh, I'm from X and they're from somewhere cool, that person's probably a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, to be fair, he did wait till he was asked. He never, like, just threw it out there. But when he was asked, you could tell he, like, perked up. that person, like, whoever does that, kind of a pussy. And he's not, I I don't mind him, but 
kind of a pussy. <laughs> if you did pussy move, um, but I'm just saying back to my point of this whole thing where hometown kids gonna save it. That's never worked. I will LeBron. say like Burrow, Cincinnati's kind of a blank canvas. So it it's not like it doesn't have like that bad of stigmas to it. I mean, it's just kind of stuck in this. The football team does, but but how, like not. Lower five stigmas. You're not the Browns. You're not the Dolphins. You're the Bengals. No one cares about you. I feel like it's because they're younger and they only have two teams. No one cares about you, but not only that, no one is looking at you. So I think it's not a terrible situation for him to be in. I agree. I'm just saying they've done nothing of important. They haven't won a playoff game since I've been watching football. Yeah, but... They're only 52 years old. The Browns are even older than that. They had Andy Dalton, who's a fucking fake. (laughs) Red (laughs) rifle. Um... I think it's a fine situation for him. I I, I do. And the, their coach, who I'm blanking on his name, Taylor. Um, Taylor, yeah, Zach, Zach Taylor, Taylor. Zach Taylor. Kind of a good coach, I think. No K, no H, Z A C. Oh, he's, Z-A-C, he said, Zach. "Hey, I'm a weirdo." <laughs> um, I think he he showed a little bit this year with what they had because they were competitive in a couple games, and that's important. I think it's fine. Um. I, th- I don't feel bad for him. Uh, yeah, that that's my thought on Burroughs. Burrow. A lot of people say Burroughs. You know the times we called Joe Burroughs? Like the, the, it's the classic old man yeah. move, just like adding an S to things that don't have an S, like the Magics. Yeah. Kids used to do that all the time in Orlando. Like, oh, my God. I, I think Chase Young ends up in the, the Redskins. Dude, Ron Rivera, good fucking hire. I don't think we're talking about it enough. No, I agree. Ron Rivera is a good coach. I like Ron Rivera. I just I, feel bad he has to deal with Dan Snyder now. I would let Ron Rivera coach me, and I mean that. <laughs> and you know how I am with coaches, John. <laughs> Very I'm like uncoachable. Le- I'm like LeBron. I get coaches fired all the time. <laughs> um, so those are my thoughts on the national championship. Trevor Lawrence is not a good-looking guy, but damn it, he's pretty. I just can't. <laughs> he looks like a lion. I just don't know how to sum it up. I just, it, I just picture, like, if you made a marble statue, like a marble bust of a lion... And then slide made it I, slightly I like anamorphic. No, I don't think I don't get lion from him. Definitely not the. I think a gazelle. Well, he just, runs like a he, gazelle. He's just he's fluid. He's not ferocious. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he's tough think, though. What do you think your spirit animal is? <sighs> this is tough. Like, first of all, apparently I learned this in late 2019 that spirit animals cultural appropriation. What? Yeah, I don't know. How? There was some... I think it was like Rihanna or something got in trouble for using it. Like she said spirit animal in one of her Instagram captions and like a lot... I don't know if it was... I think it's a Native American thing maybe. It was probably a white person saying... Speaking on behalf of Native Americans, but apparently, yeah, spirit animal is... No, I don't think that... No, you're you're, you're enhancing and extending another culture. I'm just saying what happened to the... uh, what happened to Rihanna? Yeah, but I'm way more powerful than Rihanna, so I'm not afraid to say it. My spirit animal my whole life. This is a little thing. Yeah, here me. we go. Rihanna cancels spirit animal after she was told it was culturally insensitive. No, I don't think that's insensitive. <laughs> you're celebrating. You're, you're like literally celebrating another culture. That's that's fine. Like Here's a little thing that I believe in around the holidays. I think you should be allowed to celebrate all the holidays if you'd like to. If you want to do Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Festivus for the rest Christmas, of us. Yes. Yes. I think that's okay. I think that's fine. My grandpa is an Ashkenazi Jew, so I do a night of Hanukkah with my family. I really do. And I think that's okay. I don't do all eight days. I do one night of Hanukkah to celebrate that part of my heritage. I think that's fine. It's, I, don't, I do not 
identify as a Jewish person, but somebody in my family does, so I like to do that. And I think that's kind of important. And next year I plan on doing Kwanzaa because I think, why the hell can't you do them all? You're literally celebrating those cultures. Continuing with the spirit animals. Since I found out what my Chinese New Year animal was, I think it actually is a rat, but when I was a kid I thought it was an ox, and it always identified with an ox, just so you know. What year were you born? 97. Is it ox or rat? Um, I think it was ox, but for some reason... It's the ox. Okay, for some reason I thought at one point in time somebody told me it was a rat. I've always identified... I'm the pig. I can see that in you. (laughs) I've always identified as an ox. I think that's my spirit animal. Not, Not very sexy... Gonna get the work done though. Yeah, just gonna literally get a work. Well, not a horse. I was gonna say yeah, a but horse, just, just, but it's not a horse. And you know, <laughs> I, you know, because horses are beautiful. I, I just, just oh, a work animal. Just a work animal. Yeah, that's kind of how I identify. Just gritty. Just yeah, just grit. A little thick. Little a little st- thick. Little very st- thick. Stocky. Like multiple C's thick. Thick, but in shape. Um. Yeah, muscular. Yeah. Yes, I identify as an ox. You? I wouldn't fuck with an ox. You? What do you identify? I could see you being like a macaw. I'm just, I, I don't think I'm that flamboyant. No, I guess you're right. You're not that flamboyant. I'm just looking, thinking of diets. <laughs> like, oh, like compared to what I eat? Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I feel like a, uh, I don't know, kind of easygoing. Yeah, you're very mellow. Um, um, dolphins might be too high energy easygoing. No, dolphin might be good. I see, you, you, I, could see you, like, I could see you getting pretty excited. Yeah, they're like um, smart, but like playful. Yeah, maybe a dolphin. I don't sleep enough to be like like I don't take naps, so I can't be like oh people are like oh you're slow. Like my nickname on the high school football team was Turtle, but no. that's just because I was hadn't grown into my body yet and I wasn't as fast as our as Haha Clinton Dix who played on our football team. Yeah, I I I, I could see you maybe. like a sloth, but no, I'm not that lazy. No, sloth is bad. Yeah, I'm not that lazy. Yeah, like I, 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 I could see you maybe being a dolphin. Like going back to being an ox. Like, yeah, I could see myself tilling a field. I'm pretty good in water. <laughs> you, are, you move very well in water, Sean. <laughs> you move very well in water. Yeah, man, ox definitely. Because I know, wish my answer could be tiger, but I mean, I'm a little bit of a loner sometimes, like a tiger. Tigers are very lonely. Yeah, but I could see you going for a kill. True. Yeah, I don't see you as a hunter. Not that I'm a hunter. I think that's another thing about being an ox. That's very it's true. I'm not like, a hunter at all. Like an ox isn't someone like you're like oh that like that ox is gonna fuck a bunch of people up. You're not like that with an ox. But you just don't mess with. Yeah, it. but at the same time you're like I probably don't want to fight that ox. No, not yeah. at all. Like, I'm not actively looking to fight people, <laughs> but at the same time like I'm okay with fighting people. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like not, an ox. <laughs> like an ox. Yeah. Like water buffalo. They're like this one of the scariest creatures in the African plains, but it's not like they're going and killing people. Water buffalo almost killed me. I think I told you a story, right? When did you see a water buffalo? The Everglades. I don't think that was like an African water buffalo. No, 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 no. Two water buffaloes were chasing each other and like almost like tipped our uh, airboat. It was fucking sick. <laughs> it was cool. Um, yeah, and you know what? Another thing, I'm really good at pulling sleds at the gym. <laughs> I can throw on like eight plates on a sled and get it moving. I hated sleds. I don't like pushing them. I really like I like when, oh. you, when you put the harness on. Okay. I love getting on all fours and just being like, how much fucking weight can I pull? I don't like it. I think it's because something about, I don't know if I was just dehydrated that day or what, but one day, it, like it was a football workout and it was 98 degrees in the Florida summer and we were pushing sleds and I got really, I think it's just because like, I wouldn't have my head up or something uh-huh. like the head down, like just full force pushing. I got so dizzy. I had to sit down for legitimately an hour. When I was in fifth grade, 
So I don't like sleds. It was the first season I ever played football, and I was a very fat kid. And we had a week of conditioning, and I cried every day, and I just wanted to go home. (laughs) My first day was so rough. I just hated it so much. (laughs) Me too. So then what I did. I actually quit and didn't go back until my sophomore year. So after that, you know what I started doing? I started running cross country and football at the same time. So I'd always be in good shape for football. <laughs> Smart. I went like one extreme to the other. It was really funny because I was always chubby in middle school, but I, I was like a four-sport athlete, <laughs> really chubby. Um, I did that too. Like when I was growing up, I didn't even realize how chubby I was, but I was always playing sports. Yeah. I, I was. Ch- I didn't even realize like, oh, this is why I'm slower than everyone. Yeah. I was a shot putter. And then they were like, hey, we, I, once a year, the shot putters would ru- do a running event as a joke. But then I, I took third. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what what's going on and i was like i don't know i just run a lot guys because uh-huh. <laughs> i used to wrestle all the fucking time yeah wrestling the kind i think the hardest conditioning for in high school sports is wrestling oh uh, well and i used to condition more because uh, what we would do is we wrestle for three hours and then uh after practice my dad and i would run five miles on the track which is like it sounds like it's miserable but it was always like a really good bonding time actually um everybody should wrestle there's five ten percent that I can push myself harder because of wrestling. Re- wrestling opens up something in you. Everybody should wrestle. I think. I think that. I think you can identify wrestlers even in like the common American workplace. Usually, <laughs> no. I'm serious. Somebody working harder was probably a wrestler. Wrestlers work harder. They have that mentality. They embrace the suck. It, definitely because I wrestled for a while. Like, wrestlers are crazy. Yeah, and then you get to high school and you kind of get that jump. And I was like, I don't want to be a psychopath. You have to be. Yeah, I, I was just like, I, I'm not quite that much of a killer to be a wrestling psychopath. I'm sorry. I'm a uh, killer when I need to, not a killer all the time. Like an ox. Yeah, like an ox. <laughs> Dolphin for you. I can't wait to find out what Danny's is. <laughs> let's start. Once we get guests on, let's start closing every guest with two questions. Okay? Yeah. Do you know what they are? Um. Well, no. I, one's going to be, what is what animal do you relate to the most yes. so we don't get yelled at for spirit No, I'm animal. a racing spirit animal. <laughs> and do you think you can fight a cheetah? Or what animal do you think? Yeah, yeah. What's the biggest what's animal? Your threshold? Yes. What's your animal threshold? I like it. I gotta ask my dad that because I mean he went after a dolphin. <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta, In water too. That dude actually. I'll tell the story off off air. Uh, another animal story. Um, where the fuck were we? That was a good <laughs> tangent. Good for us. Let's go Oscars. Okay. <laughs> um. Oscar nominations, 2020. Let's talk Best Picture. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll read the list for you real fast. Ford versus Ferrari, okay, the I'm, Irishman. I'm going to give you, give me the name. I'm going to give you like two or three words. Okay. Ford versus Ferrari. Dad movie. The Irishman. Just all right. Jojo Rabbit. Wanted to see it. <laughs> Joker. Worse the farther I got away from it. Have you seen it a second time? I have not. Uh, Little Woman. Uh, it want, can't wait for it to come on streaming. Marriage Story. Loved it. Favorite movie of the year. 1917. Sounds exhausting to go see it. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fucking just cool. Parasite. Going to watch that movie um, probably in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I like to leave a movie every year on the table. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> I always get to like seven or eight. Yeah. It's yes. like, ah, there's only one or two I missed. I'll yeah. get to it eventually. Like 1917 is my... This is typical for me. I will miss like the big one that's such an Oscar bait movie, and I just won't see it. Like Green Book, I was just like, I'm not going to see this shit. Oh well, yeah. Um, I think, I think Marriage Story is like more important than people realize on the whole overarching plane of movies. 
Marriage Story is a small story. Look at every one of these movies. Four vs. Four. Biopic does it all the time. The Irishman. This big... The Irishman is a um, spectacle. It, you, you don't think of it, but the Irishman is the end game. The Irishman is Martin Scorsese's end game. It, it is a Scorsese universe coming. <laughs> yeah, basically. It, it is a spectacle. Jojo Rabbit is that quirky, weird indie movie. Joker's a superhero movie. Little Woman's this huge cast. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is is a Tarantino movie. Parasite is your run of the mill. You know your foreign. What do you movie. mean run of the mill? Your run of the mill foreign movie for the year. Those, there's no run of the mill foreign movie for the year. Don't you remember the Oscars being too white? Yeah, but it's like, the first Korean movie to ever get nominated. The, the artist. It was American. It's your foreign Oscar. It's your foreign Oscar movie. The artist. Yeah. I don't think it is. 1917 is your um your your grand movie. You're talking about like Roma. Oh, hey, I got thoughts on Roma. 1917 gets nominated, but Dunkirk doesn't. What the fuck? What the fuck? Because one came out in December. The other one came out in July. It shouldn't matter, but it does. Blade Runner 2049 didn't get nominated that year. That movie's fucking beautiful. Yep. Uh, okay. So, and this is why Marriage Story is so important. Because it's small. It's contained. It's a 1970s movie. A movie they don't make anymore. It's also Netflix, which is important. It's really important to note that Netflix has two movies here. Uh, and it's a small story. It's a small story that happens. It fucking happens. It happens all the time. It's real. Yes, it's, it's real for a bunch of people. Uh, and I think that's why it's the best picture. It's not going to win. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood might win. I do. That's my dark horse. It's the shortest odds, too, offshore. Really? Yeah. Plus what are the, do you have the odds right now? Uh, no, I don't have them on top of me, but uh, I was looking them on air the other day. Uh, but the, who? you know what a good – I think the Irishman was plus 1050. I would I would definitely put money on that. What won the I'll look up the odds. You look up what won the Critics Choice Award because that was this past Sunday, and that's usually I think, for some I reason think it has was a, Once Upon a Time in America and in Hollywood fuck has a correlation I to fucking say that. has a correlation to uh, yeah. I think it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep, uh, plus one fifty offshore. Nineteen Seventeen is the second favorite at two hundred. Parasite plus four hundred. Joker seven fifty. Out of curiosity, what book are you looking at? Uh, Bovada. Okay. Irishman fourteen to one, Marriage Story twenty five to one. Bovada's got a great menu. Bovada, yeah, they have a whole entertainment page. Yeah, it's just like, will Billie Eilish win Best Song at the Grammys? Yeah, uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in America and God fuck (laughs) and Hollywood Best Picture. Uh, Why doesn't Bovada have like American books? What do you mean? Like, why don't they have like like why don't they like expand to like not being offshore? Because then they can't do all this stuff that they do. Yeah, but like, why can't why can't we get to that? I don't know. Why are I agree with you? Like, just because somebody knows and people yeah. are voting on it, like, yeah. well, when I was so disappointed when I came to Vegas and found out, like, for the Super Bowl, for instance, that half the props everyone talks about, you can't even talk about, you can't even bet, yeah. in a sports book because they're all so protected by the gaming commission and they're all just so worried about their own. Like, the books don't care at all. They're not putting up things to, like, be creative and stuff like this. They're only putting up things that they know yeah. might result in them more money. You know what's actually one of the funny. The funnest little prop slash like g- games to play for money is uh, at a baseball game. You play this every inning. Everybody gets one inning. You guys pull money every inning, okay? And you have to, if it's your inning, if the ball, when they throw the ball to the pitcher mound, if it rolls onto the dirt, you get all the money in the pot. Oh, I like that. It's so much fun. Um, so every, so you start with $5, like a, well, however much, and every inning you add money. 
And then, so if it's in the second inning and your second inning, you win that inning, but the game goes all game. Uh, I remember we, I was like probably 11 and I won like 40 bucks playing with my dad's buddies. 40 bucks at 11? That's Holy a lot. Shit. I got so many fucking action figures, man. I think I might have bought FIFA. Like, I, I was, my parents were always good. If I had like 40 bucks, they'd usually like match me on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you can bet on Will. Like a bunch of artists release an album too. Yeah, like why? Do, they, uh, honestly, if a, if a, a casino or sports. Will sport- Drake release an album? Will Lil Wayne release an album? Lil Wayne's releasing an album minus seven hundred on the yes. What? Didn't if, they know it took eight years to to get the Carter Five out? If if a casino or sports book wanted to really stand out and like drive some business, they should put up an entertainment book. It doesn't have to be big. It just has to be a terminal. Yep, I agree. Yeah, they should do that. It's Vegas. I thought there were no rules in this place. There's literally no... I, I could drive 45 minutes and legally fuck somebody for, like, a lot of money. <laughs> but I can't bet on who's going to win the Oscars <laughs> legally. Okay. Actors and actors. Um, let's go supporting and best. Uh, supporting Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. I will not see that movie. That was, the, like, the number one biggest surprise. On, yeah. all, I was reading this morning all the snubs and surprise lists. Everyone was like, Kathy Bates, what? Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Uh, heard she's going to win. Scott- Yo, Laura Dern. This is like Apex Mountain for Laura Dern, right? Like, this past yes. two years. Yes, absolutely. Dated Baron Davis. Darren Bated, <laughs> that's the top of the list. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Scar Jo and I have a weird relationship. Some movies I'm like, eh, she's not. She's just okay looking. She looks like amazing in, in Jojo Rabbit. Like, just look up a picture of her in Jojo Rabbit. She's beautiful. No, I, I'm always team Scar Jo. Florence Pugh, another up, just a beauty. Yes. Just like actually, like, just naturally beautiful for little women. Margaret Robbie for Bombshell. A lot of people kind of feel like she got nominated for the wrong movie. Um, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I will not be seeing that one. Um, don't. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Uh, that movie's supposed to be good, just not getting the love it deserves. It got, yeah, it didn't get the, uh, it got best screenplay, but not best picture. Uh, Pesci and Pacino for The Irishman. But no De Niro for lead actor. I know. Uh, and then Pitt for Once Upon a Time. Brad Pitt's got to win that, yeah, he's right? he's going to win that, I think. Thank God. I love Brad Pitt, Me man. too. He's so fucking cool. Uh, leading role, Antonio Banderas. For Brad Pitt's Glory. minus 700 to win that category. Wow. Best supporting actress, Laura Dern, minus 700. Damn. Wow. See, th- this is a spot I would like, I what? would take flyers on like yeah. the, the next person. Like seven. I didn't, I haven't heard anyone talk about Laura Dern. I have on the big picture. That's it. For Sean Fantasy. Shout out Sean Fantasy. Yeah. Doesn't get enough love in the world. <laughs> Sean Fantasy's fucking sick. Uh, Actor in a leading role, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Banderas. Leo, Leo, who I kind of think might win. I think he might shockingly win. Uh, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, I think he deserves to win. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, a lot of people thinks he, think he's going to win. Minus 1,000 at the book we were looking at. I don't think he's going to Me win. Me neither. I really do not. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. I might have to watch The Two Popes. Leading role, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Harriet. Haven't seen it. Won't see it. So. Harriet. Harriet. As oh, Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. I don't know what that says about me in a lot of different ways. I can't read. Maybe I'm not up with the times. Apparently, she's an Oscar short of the EGOT. Am I read I, that this morning. Am I woke? I don't even know anymore. Fuck. Okay. Scar Joe, Marriage Story. Plus 650. Uh, Let's see if you nail this name. Sarsha Ronan. Sersha. Oh, I thought it was Sarsha. Sersha. Sersha. She's beautiful. Little Women. 25 to 1. You know, the thing about her, I would go up to her in a bar. She's realistically beautiful. 
She's pretty cool. She seems pretty cool. That uh, Irish she's accent too. Pretty cool. You it's know, like video, like interviews and Lady stuff. Lady cool. Knock my fucking. That was my favorite movie that year. That that, that, that yeah, Greta Gerwig snubbed Greta best snubbed. director. Ooh, you know she's like a her partner's Noah Baumbach. Why does that name sound familiar? Marriage Story. Noah Baumbach does everything, man. You know Noah Baumbach. I know, but why can't I place it? Besides from what else did he do? Um, Kicking and Screaming, Noah and the Whale. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's written a bunch of the Wes yes. Anderson movies. Yes. Yeah, they're they're like together, which is crazy because they're just really good. They should write a movie together. <laughs> Renee Zellweger, Judy, definitely the um, shortest odds or the favorite, I think. Is she minus money? She is minus eight hundred. Charlize Theron, the LeBron James, thirteen to one. The, the LeBron James of women, <laughs> aging like a fine wine. Yes, <laughs> director. I think Bong Joon Ho wins this for Parasite. Uh, Plus one seventy, so you're not far off there. What he, a loaded category! This is a great year for best director. Uh, the only one that shocks me is Todd Phillips. No, this is a weird. Film editing, nineteen seventeen, oh. not nominated. Yeah, that was on a lot of snub lists too. What? How? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make sense. How? <laughs> um, I'm watching the Oscars this year. I haven't really watched the last two years. I'm going to watch this year. They've got me back. Yeah, I'm gonna try and binge all these movies. Hopefully, um, the only thing I'm trying to see before really is probably nineteen seventeen. I I would see Par- is Parasite on? Can I rent it? I think so. If I can rent it, I'll probably watch it. I'm not. But ah, oh, fuck you. Who am I kidding? I'll be pirating this shit. <laughs> you know what Oscar one of my favorite best pictures of all time is Twelve Years a Slave, man. I fucking love that movie. That it's movie so tough to watch. I watched it the first time, was like, that was amazing. I don't know if I can go through that again. That story for some reason just resonates with me. Like I just that's that just fucking gets you ever have that with something like does not affect your life, you cannot identify with it at all. Yeah. But for some reason somebody's story just is just like you're like, I'm fucking there. Like that that just you know? It's just like too Completely different worlds, but like for some reason you just identify. That mm-hmm. just happened with me in 12 Years a Slave. Loved that fucking movie. Pirated it in my basement, junior year of high school. My mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching porn, I swear. <laughs> I'm not pirating movies. <laughs> so why is, our, why is our computer about these viruses? I was watching porn. Yeah, you might have to. Parasite <laughs> will be available for purchase on January 14th. Okay. So today. Today, yes. Yeah, so I will probably be watching Parasite this week, hopefully. Purchase or rent, because I'm not paying 15 bucks to buy it. <laughs> I hate when they do True, that True, yeah. <laughs> I won't be doing that either. Available for rental on video on demand as well. Okay. It says eventually, though. All right. I'll try to get So, that. pirated. I will be pirated. <laughs> what you'll be this doing. Week. Uncut Gems should have been nominated. Not win, but should have been nominated. So, what do you think, Adam? What sequel are we going to get for Adam Sandler's worst movie of all time since he didn't win the Oscar, let alone even get nominated? Oh, like, where's he going next? No, remember he made that threat? He's like, oh, I will make he? the worst movie I've ever made if I don't win the Oscar. Oh, it'll be Jack and Jill, too. Jack oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> or, or Little Nicky, too. Little Nicky and Jack and Jill are like his worst two movies. I was thinking like Grown Ups 5. No, because Grown Ups are like watchable, though. Yeah, because you can tell they're having fun yeah. while they're on it. Yeah. But also, those those guys might make a movie so bad that it's funny. Yeah, that's true. So it can't be that. It's got to be like him and Rob Schneider just by themselves doing... Coming to the South Point. <laughs> Schneider is? Next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get him on a, one I'm, of our shows. I'm going to try. I'm actually going to. I might try because I think I work a late shift the night of his show. I'm, and I'm, I'm sure he's doing a meet and greet. I'm going to try to get him. <laughs> I think that's next weekend. So stay tuned for that, folks. Norm McDonald stumbled into our studio once. Just It was like we tried to get him on the whole weekend, right? He had multiple shows at the hotel uh-huh. where we film, where Huge we work. Huge golf guy. 
Yeah, loves golf. Like has written golf for ESPN before. Yeah, like big sports better. Was going to uh, comes in. We tried to get him on. Texted him multiple times. He's agreed. The day he was supposed to come, texted him. Our boss, our executive producer, texted him. No reply. Just MIA. Which you know, typical that, norm. That is like a normal yeah. thing. Yeah. He stumbles in the next morning on a Monday morning before he left. Just came in at like nine thirty before we, when we were doing pre-production stuff. Just walked into the studio. I was like, "Hey, hey, Norm, how's it going?" He just stood there for like thirty minutes talking to all of us about the bets he was making that weekend at golf. Just rambling on and on. It was amazing. And then he just was like, "All right, like, all and right, left. all right, John, I'll see you." <laughs> it was amazing. I love Norm McDonald. Uh, before we get to the he looked game, a little yeah. rough, but. Well, it was a weekend in Vegas. You know, the, the South Point will do that to you. <laughs> they, they party hard at the South Point. That place gets secretly bumping on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Real quick note on the Astros. Worth it. Worth losing the draft picks. Worth the $5 million. Worth people getting fired. A championship is always worth it. That's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, no one's ever going to take that away. Yes, uh, that is all I have to say. Cheating. Look at the Patriots. Yes. No one's ever taking anything away from them. A championship is definitely worth that. Definitely worth it. A hundred percent. Sports championships are like always worth it. Always worth it. That's Especially they're not even going to punish any of the players. No. So go I'm for it. If you can cheat and win, I'm down with you cheating. <laughs> That's all I have to say. If you can cheat and attain what you won, good for you. Take notes, Louisville. <laughs> That's all. That's all I have to say. A tough week though for Houston fans. But hey, yeah, you got the True. Rockets. But how much does the manager really matter in baseball? Dude, that's a tough job. Yeah, that's like probably like one of the war- like most. That, that is probably they don't get paid nearly as much as all the other professional. Yeah, that's a tough one. And like NBA scouts is a tough job too, man. It just sports scouts, but NBA scout now, you got to go to Croatia. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Well, that part's probably the cool part. Yeah, I don't think so because I think you're literally getting off the plane, getting True. on the bus, and going to the gym. You're not like exploring. You're not going to the Game of Thrones sets. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in exploring Dubrovnik. No, 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 no. Uh, all right, NBA thoughts. A couple NBA thoughts. Um, I don't think the Clippers are going to win the championship. All right, before we get to this okay. growing narrative that the Clippers are a player short and then maybe they're not actually that good. Um, last night we we're recording this on a Tuesday. I just want to point out that Tristan Thompson, who's having a career year all of a sudden and needs to be traded. Yes, he needs to be saved as long as along with Kevin Love, get them out of Cleveland. I've got a spot for him. Tristan Thompson dunks on LeBron, right? Gets a really nice, or oh, sweet mm-hmm. pass from Darius Garland. Throws it down LeBron. Cavs are up two or three, I think, in the second quarter. They get blown out by twenty something right after that moment where Tristan Thompson stares down LeBron. LeBron but, goes off in the second half. They were play- don't trash talk LeBron. They were Tristan playing, Thompson. They were playing like slugs, especially when the Kardashians are sitting in like the front row. Pretty sure Kim was there. She posted a story. I don't know if she's throwing shade, but like don't piss off. Everybody already hates you who doesn't watch basketball because of what you did to Chloe. And now you're getting LeBron, the one guy who's looked out for you multiple times, who got you paid. You stare down LeBron James after a dunk in the second quarter of a game in January, and then he goes off and dunks on your head. Tristan Thompson, you're a fool. I would stare you down if I dunked on you, though. I think they're friends. I've never gotten you a $18 million a year contract. You almost did. <laughs> you know what? You know why the Cavs lost. They're playing like slugs, man. Um... I think Tristan Thompson to Dallas. Oh. Yeah, that's my sneaky one. I don't know why people keep saying Andre Drummond to Dallas. I don't like that. So I, Tristan Thompson would be much better. Better value. better. I think better ROI. Could work the pick and roll with Luka. Yes. Fill up some gaps. Get some rebounds. I they don't really have a big besides I have KP. A, I have a Tristan Thompson shirt. 
from Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, from his rookie. I went to his and Kyrie's first game, and uh, I was just like, I, Kyrie had a terrible game, and I was just like, dude, I'm gonna. Tristan Thompson had a double double, I think. And I was like, this dude is my kind of guy. Like, this is my dude. I used to wear that thing all the time, and we would play a lot of pickup like with our buddies. And I used to wear a Tristan Thompson jersey, and one of my buddies would wear uh, a Kyrie jersey. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Yeah, you look at um, Dallas's leading rebounder is Luca with nine point yeah. seven, and Porzingis in nine point four. He could work alongside and Porzingis. Have, and then they have like that giant in the ogre. <laughs> yeah, but he's like way down the list. Bobon, and then do they still have? Um, oh, geez, Simi, not Simi. Uh, oh, shit, what is that dude's name? Which one, Maxi Kleber? No, not Kleber. This dude is just... Oh, the Indian guy? No, not him. This dude... <laughs> might, might have been him, actually. What was his name? This dude was just... He's The scary. only Indian guy ever in the NBA? He's got like... No, no, it's not him. He's got like a Neanderthal brow. Um, that's, uh, that's not... A, I'm not calling him a Neanderthal. He just has the brow of a Neanderthal. <laughs> let, me, let me see if he's still on the roster. He has the eyebrows that, that inhibit the... The similarities of Neanderthal. Yes, yeah, so he he's not on anymore. I've got to find out his name. Um, I have no idea who you're talking about. Ch- ch- you know right away. You know right away. Yep. Yeah. 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 Salah Marjuri. Marjuri. Yeah, the Indian. Guy. Is, it, is that the Indian guy? No, he's Turk. Tunisian. Right. Oh, you're right. Tunisian. No. Yes. That he. You checking out that brow? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a brow. That's some guy cocaine. Seven shit. two. Yeah. Tunisian. I apologize. He's now playing for Real Madrid. Yeah. I, my bad. Salah Majiri. But yeah, that dude was scary as shit. Majiri. Yeah. Uh, but no. Yeah. That's my that's my sneaky spot for Thompson. Um, what about the Clippers? Yeah. I don't. Where did this come from? No. What about Tristan Thompson? Oh, Satnam Singh. Apologies for me calling him the Indian guy. Is the first Indian professional basketball player in the NBA. Okay, continue. He went, he went the Clippers. To, he went to IMG, I think. Really? The, the Florida Academy School. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a guy that went he to did. My, guy right. that went to my high school transferred to IMG, and it's just a. I don't understand how that place exists. It's just a really expensive school. It's a boarding school for only athletes. Yes. and they're not even allowed to compete in any of the Florida State things because they're. Yeah, because so they, good. They literally recruit. Yeah. Uh, what about Tristan Thompson to the Clippers? Oh, that's what you meant by the yes. Clippers. I like that too. But does it's a good he, fit? But does he do anything that Harold doesn't? Is what you have to ask yourselves. Ooh, speaking of, uh, is it worth it? Red Sox and manager Alex Cora have mutually agreed to part ways. Ooh. Wow. Do you think that's cause uh, some allegations? Some more cheating stuff. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's the yeah, cheating. Yeah, okay, he was okay. he was like that's the main like, guy. Cheating driven. Okay. Yeah, he was the main guy for the Astros who put everything together. Plus, the Red Sox were accused of something too. Yeah, they were they're in some trouble. Sorry, I'm 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 on the trade machine right now. So you're getting Tristan Thompson to, to the, Clips, the Clippers. To the Clips. For I would probably you gotta, you're gonna have to maybe Harkless, Harkless. yeah Harkless. You can't let go of Shamit, right? No, you can't. But you can probably let go of Jerome Robinson. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, that's a he's young enough for uh-huh. the Cavs to make make me believe. Like, yeah, he'll yeah. fit in. Oh yeah, you can make this happen for sure. Oh yeah, you you can do Harkless, Jerome Robinson, and then I think Trade Machine's a little off on their salaries because like I had to put Terrence Mann in, but because that was like I was short a hundred thousand dollars, but teams would. Terrence Mann was pretty solid at Florida State, but um, like he wouldn't actually have to be in it, but to make it successful here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to cut. Yeah, that watch out for that. That's a sneaky move, man. I like that. 
I like that a lot. So then he can dunk on LeBron James again in the conference finals. Or he can get Marcus Morris, the anti-LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should trade for J.J. Barea, the only guy who's ever guarded LeBron. The actual anti-LeBron. <laughs> Mark, dude, the Marcus Morris to that team's a bad play. I know that's, that's like a rumor. Uh, I don't know how no, I feel about no, the no, Morris. No, 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 no. Trust me. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Marcus Morris. Not to sound like a Bill Simmons. I've watched a lot of Marcus Morris. You don't watch Marcus. <laughs> you don't want Marcus Morris. I wouldn't want Mark. I, I wouldn't either. If we were at UNLV. Especially after we just spent a whole year at the Knicks. Dude, if we were at UNLV making a team and it was like Marcus Morris or Danny, I would take Danny. <laughs> would at least make, I'm getting the ball. Yeah, I do not want to play with Marcus he's Morris. Averaging, he's having a career high average of 19. That's, so you know he's just chucking. That's scary. What's he shooting? He was shooting really well. 43% from the field, a career high 14 attempts per game. He is where the ball goes to die. His previous career high was 12 a game. Marcus Morris is where the ball goes to die. Um, one and a half assists per game. Jesus Christ, Tristan Thompson to the Clippers. I like that. The Clippers here. I don't think they're one guy away. I think. Oh, he's shooting for almost forty-seven percent from three, though. Here's what I think the issue with the Clippers is. Um, they haven't all played together. They've only played all played together like three games, and you can't flip the switch because you've never actually played together. You can't say yeah. you can flip the switch. You cannot do that. And Doc should know that more than anybody because the 08 Celtics, he knows how to build team chemistry. You can't flip a switch. I'm sorry. You can't. You have to build chemistry. You have to all be together. I'm a little surprised that they, like, I'm surprised this offseason they didn't do what the Celtics did. Like, go take a team trip, no phones. Like, I'm surprised Doc didn't try to emulate that. Well, they didn't know they had the team until, like, middle of July. Very short. But I don't think. Later than that. Kawhi, when did Kawhi go? I think, I think an Eastern Conference team is winning the title this year. I think it's going to be the Lakers, man. That's all I'm saying. I LeBron is on a mission. Dude, I, I, this is fucked up for me to say because I'm a big Celtics fan. I kind of want the Lakers to win. <laughs> I want LeBron to win again. Yeah, me too. I'm like, all in. I want it. This is something we've never fucking seen. I want it. Three different teams. Everyone thought he was washed. I don't know who actually thought he was washed. But pe- some people thought he was washed. People who had to come up with content for a living. Yeah. He was washed. <laughs> ESPN in July thought he was washed. Yes, yes. Like, we got to keep this uh, LeBron James like, thing going. Um, Jason Whitlock thought he was washed. <laughs> <laughs> and Colin Cowherd. And Cowherd thought he was washed. And Max Keller. LeBron James is like your, you know, 2007 Toyota Camry. You think it's bad, you get a little transmission problem, but oh, then it just you, keeps are running. You, are you Cowherd? Are you right now? Yes. <laughs> I loved him for like six months. I like him when he's not on his show. Yes. Yes. No, <laughs> accurate. And you know, my dad met him in person, said he was like the coolest fucking Yeah, he dude. seems like a super cool Said he was just like guy. a super cool dude. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good, that, the Camry's a good bit. Um, and uh, I think Joe Ingles is one of my top five players in the league. Is that because you just listened to the podcast with Zach Lowe? Did you listen to it? <laughs> not yet. He will win your fucking heart out. I always liked him. Jingle wow, juice. He's fucking cool, dude. He's fucking cool. You know who's my favorite player in the NBA? Who? And it was just further intensified by a podcast with Zach Lowe? Steven Adams. Steven Adams' podcast. Steven Adams is my so favorite good. player in the NBA. He, Zach Lowe's been doing I'm going to read his book. Zach Lowe's been doing really good on podcasts. He's up and down. Woj is really bad right now. The Patty Mills Woj like, put me to sleep. Um, who is your favorite player in the NBA? Steven Adams. Is it actually? Like legitimately? One of, yeah. Okay. I mean, not to watch, but... Yeah, I don't also know. to watch like sometimes I just love how no one can mess with him and he doesn't even try and like bully people. No, he's just <laughs> he's an ox. He's just awesome. I think Jalen Brown's my favorite player. I think Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. 
Here's why. Marcus Smart. I have a Marcus Smart sleeved jersey. I've believed in him since day one. He's very important to the Celtics because he is the last like remnant of like he played with Rondo. He's the last <laughs> like of he, that team. He's the last bridge to the big three. He didn't play with the big three directly, but he's the last person who played with the player. Like he kind of yeah. has to like, carry that torch. I think it's Jalen Brown because everyone was down on Jalen Brown, and I I was always running with Jalen Brown. I always had faith in him. Um, it was Kyrie for two years. I fucking loved Kyrie. Had a shirt, had a pair of shoes, loved him. But now I just... He's kind of hard to support. Yeah. Bumpers. He's like Kanye. Yeah. Although I still stuck with Kanye. No, I think I think Kyrie's the Odell of the NBA. He's less... I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's nah, a good call. Yeah. He's, he's kind of the Odell, I think. He's just less dramatic in... Like, are you like, sure? On, no, no, no. I'm saying mo- like, oh, like on, the on the court. Like... Uh-huh. He's fancy. He's flashy, dude. No, no, but he's not... He hasn't thrown a fit, you know? Come get me. He hasn't thrown a fit on court. Yeah, that's true. Odell's stuff is always, I mean, some people claim like the boat thing or the the white powdery substance in a hotel that some of this stuff is off the field. But a lot of Odell's stuff is on the field. I love the joint on the boat. A lot of, it wasn't even that. It was the joint in the hotel room. I thought he had a joint in the boat picture. No, they went, all the wide receivers went on a trip on the boat the week before the playoffs. Yeah, but I thought he had a joint in the picture. No, that was in the hotel room. Dude, those guys can smoke as much weed as they want. They're in so much pain. Yeah. (laughs) It's also like really good for your body to, uh, once you stress your body, every day that you stress your body, you should do something to relax your body, and weed is one of those. I wouldn't know. Because you don't stress your body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, but I, actually, I think the Jazz still suck. I'm not. I'm not drinking. Nine in a row. Oh yeah, rattle me off the teams they beat. This is they're some, undefeated since they traded for Jordan Clarkson. This is some fucking <laughs> Patriots best defense of all time bullshit right here. Give me the team. Wizards, Hornets, Knicks, Pelicans, Magic, Bulls, Pistons. Is this a fucking joke? <laughs> Clippers, Blazers, one playoff team maybe, well two if you count the magic one and a half teams because I'll, I'll, I'll count the magic and blazers as a half oh my god well the clippers are one yeah so one and a half like oh, okay. <laughs> <Magic> <laughs> and blazers together are half a good team wow yeah and then before that loss to the heat then yep wins hornets hawks magic warriors timberwolves <laughs> yeah wow you're right also i love jimmy butler jimmy butler and i have a very uh up and down relationship um Loved that dude in Chicago, actually. He was the only bull I've ever really liked. I have his Team USA jersey. I was drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Goes to Minnesota. Was loving it. I had mixed feelings at first about his rush out of Minnesota. But now I'm all fucking in on it. I love that dude, actually. That dude's fucking sick. Jimmy Butler's awesome. I, would, I wouldn't be mad if the Heat won this year. I wouldn't be either. That, I love that team. That team's fucking They're cool. a little iffy on the road, though. Yeah, what's up with that? Bam is fucking sick. Did you see that three that he made that was after right after time expired to send the game to overtime? Yeah. Another bad loss on yeah. the road for them against the Knicks. But they are what are they at home? They're seventeen and one at home, ten and eleven on the road. That's like the Mavs last year. Yeah. Yeah. But seventeen and one at home is ridiculous. That's bad. Bam's fucking cool. Right. Bam's cool. Goron's cool. I think they need Winslow though. Or Trey. I don't even know if they should trade. Is anyone. Winslow back? No, oh, he was back and then he was gone okay. again. He can't stay healthy. Okay, I have uh, one little bit, and then we're going to announce what we're going to be doing on Tuesdays going forward because it just came to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spring it on you. Okay, <laughs> hit me with it. So here's one thing we're going to do at the end of every Tuesday episode. 
I'm gonna. I, I follow. I just started following a conspiracy page on <laughs> Instagram. Okay. And I'm just gonna read you one conspiracy picture. I, What's the page called? Uh, I I kind of forgot, so I'm just going to <laughs> find it right now. I only follow 94 people. One of the <laughs> here's some of the pages I follow. Lego quick reviews. <laughs> I like Legos. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> It's like, How do you review Legos? It's like Lego quick review and then Olivia Munn. <laughs> um, okay. So this is from Theories Now. Shout out to them on Instagram. Some of these suck. Some of these are crazy. Uh, theories Now. Theories Now. Okay. Here's what I'm going to hit you with. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Willow's Weep in Indiana is the most evil place in North America. This house was built in the late 1800s. And is in the shape of an upside down cross. According to the paranormal experts, this house was built to attract evil spirits. That's Willow's, Willow's Weep. Weep House. Where yes. is it? Indiana. Of course. I'm on home state. The most haunted house in America. Okay. Um, the third thing that comes up is Suicide Demon. <laughs> so that's the Willow's Weep House from Theories Now. Any thoughts on that conspiracy theory? Not really conspiracy theory, kind of just a paranormal story. You have a disgust- disgusted face. I was just trying to look up. You know, stuff about this thing, and there's a movie about it, I guess. Is that the Demon House, right? And just some creepy things on the this sidebars. Isn't, this isn't the Demon House? I'm going to be pissed off if this is the Demon's House. What do you mean? What is the Demon House? The Gary and Indiana Demon House. Different house, right? Um, I, I can't find where it is. Okay, so yeah, it would have came up Gary and Indiana Demon's House if it was. Oh, Cayuga. Cayuga, Indiana? Cayuga, Indiana. I don't know what that is. Um, all right, so there's a little... Can, any thoughts on But that? what happens here? Uh, I guess the spirit makes you commit suicide. It was one of the most haunted places in the state. Willow's Weep House. Come explore the mystery with haunters. In construction in the 1800s, this phantom-rich house was built in the shape of a cross. Oh, good start. Yep. Faces east. It, that itself is strange, but there is nothing else that is common in this house declared as a notoriously haunted property in America. It sits on a crossroads, has a list of ghastly deaths that have occurred within its walls. Yeah. Over, under, how many how many deaths do you think? Uh, Give me... <laughs> What's well, the there was a major battle near here. Oh, to add to its mystery, there's an ancient burial site, because okay. of course. Set the number for me of deaths in the house. Wait, I thought it was going to... It said a multiple, but it didn't give me a number. I was going to go six. I was going to go under six. I was going to go... I'd take over that. Okay. That's a lot of deaths. In the house. Oh, there was a strange book that was found buried beneath the old floor that deals with necromancy. Oh, man, necromancy. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with that shit, kids. I'm, I'm serious. You ever find creepy shit, you do not touch it. Previous owner says the house tried to kill her. Yeah. On numerous occasions. Yeah, you, you, you don't... Here's a little pro tip in life. Don't fuck with creepy shit, because creepy shit will fuck with you. I think you. we need to get Dave Spinks on. He's conducting a year-long investigation no, into I'll, the house. I'll reach out to Dave Spinks. <laughs> Uh, so here's what we're going to start doing on Tuesdays for a little bit of the pod. You ready? Every Tuesday, we're going to do something we used to do and I recommend, but we're going to do a short form of it. We're going to take 20 to 30 minutes to pick an artist and just rip through some of their albums over the years and kind of reminisce about an artist. Does that sound good, Sean? You want to do that? I like that. Kind of like the rewatchables, but for an artist, short form, and then we'll also do some sports updates as well, kind of like dissect, but instead of just an album, you, a whole artist. You do a whole, you do a whole art artist discography. Uh, I'll try not to repeat any from my recommend, but we might. And next week, we're going to start with Vampire Weekend. Okay. Are you in? I'm in. All right. So look forward to Tuesdays for uh, one conspiracy theory <laughs> in, in twenty to thirty minutes. Zoom in on an artist. We'll talk to you guys Thursday with me and Danny on the mics. 
who I will also make up segments during the show and <laughs> string, him, string them on him towards the end. We'll see you next time.